You want to sit with me? Come on. No? Okay. Today is day 105 of grinding until I become a millionaire. Uh, these are just daily check-in videos where I talk about my progress, talk about the ideas that I've had. I don't know. I just check in, man. I just want to check in every day. Hopefully when I hit this goal, you guys can look back over all million fuck i don't know how many days it's gonna take but we're at day 105 and things have, i think things have gotten worse if i'm being honest like shit when i started doing this um like early on day one two three four five i was making decent affiliate money um and then it's just so now i'm relying off of my real job and working more and um yeah damn it's gotten worse but you know you got to take two steps forward two steps backwards before you can take a step forward um i don't know man i'm having fun this feels like a big video game to me i love simulation video games i love trying to to win and um if you just boil life down to that like that's what we're doing man we're just all running around on this rock like some of us are born with better stats than others some of us are born with you know we just have more luck some don't have as much luck like it's just shit happens and it, it's good it's bad like it's it's what it is it's what it is it isn't anything i've been trying to be more stoic i've been listening to uh, how to think like a roman emperor and study up on marcus aurelius and stuff and one of the biggest things that they pull from that is like don't attach a value to things like you know you things happen and it's not that it's good or bad it's just that it is and i really like that to a certain extent like something your house burns down like that's pretty bad but in all fairness like i, I don't know i can sit around and complain about uh only making x amount of money at work today or relationship not working out or whatever it may be and it's like yeah you know society would deem that as bad but if you just don't have any attachment to it you're just like hey you know life goes the way that life goes and it is what it is it's like not good or bad it's, it's just is and i like that i need to try and be better about that i think we put ourselves in like a sour state of mind a sour attitude when we um attach meanings to things that happen and they're things that are going to happen anyway and so a lot of things are out of our control and we just need to keep moving forward keep working on stuff so i don't know i'm in an interesting spot right now i'm kind of stressed out kind of trying to figure out what's next for me what my next steps are but i've had some good comments i appreciate all of you guys in the comments like somebody said buy a coffee maker and i'm like I have a coffee maker. I hate coffee. I absolutely hate it, you know. Um, but that was that was one piece of advice. One guy said that I should look for seasonal work. And that's a really fun idea. If I find a decent enough seasonal job, work all summer, get room and board paid for, that's a good plus for sure. Put away the money that I make and then I have all of that time off over the winter to um, work on my projects. Like that's not a half bad idea, honestly. I don't know. It's something to think about. Lots of you guys have lots of good ideas, and I appreciate it. I love all the insight. I love all the input. Um, today was a Saturday. Usually, I double on Saturdays. It works out pretty good because it's like not a full double, like a seven or eight hour shift. But I make good money on Saturdays. I have a good section. Um, ticket average tickets are higher, and yeah, I make good money. I think today I made probably around two fifty in tips. We're happy with that. 
like that's what I make when I work um, two, three nights during the week or two, three doubles during the week. It just depends how, how slow it is. So I always like going in on Saturdays and just making good money. Sunday, same thing, double on Sunday, make good money. Um, but that's all I did. I stayed up late, still not drinking any energy drinks, no caffeine. So I had a hard time getting up this morning. We, the dog and I, we like, I think I tried to wake up at eight and I got out of bed, man, and I couldn't even keep my eyes open. I was so, so tired. Come here, fetch. I was so tired. So I laid back down, went back to bed and then we woke up at like 11 and I was like, oh man, my whole day is gone, but it's fine. I need to, I need the sleep. I need to catch up. Like as long as I'm not being lazy, I'm okay with it. And I'm definitely not like I stayed up editing all of these videos, working on the other stuff. Like I'm getting stuff done and I don't feel too bad about it. I just I get a little frustrated, man. I wish I could go off of four hours of sleep. I just wish that I could figure that out. I tried polyphasic sleeping a few years ago and it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Like, so right, human sleep monophasic, that means one time, like just once we, we have one sleep throughout the day and polyphasic is multiple sleeps throughout the day. And there's a whole concept, like there's different, different formulas that you can do different, um, I guess sleep schedules that you can do. So sometimes it's like two, four hour sleeps work better for some people, or you break it down into three, two hour sleeps. And it's like crazy because they, they hack time, man, they hack time. And I think the concept from what I understood when I studied it is that you essentially, so the backpedal, when we sleep eight hours a day, typically we're only getting like a small portion of that is actual the REM and the restorative sleep. And a lot of that is just light sleep as we're getting into REM. And what I understood about polyphasic is like, you're essentially starving yourself um, on sleep to the point that when you fall asleep, you instantly hit REM. So you quit wasting, wasting time asleep in the non-restorative states. And when you force yourself into like a polyphasic pattern, you're falling asleep and you're getting into like deep, deep REM sleep. And there, therefore you can get the same efficiency off of less time, less time asleep. And so I tried that, man. I tried it. I think I was doing, um, two, three hour sleeps or something like that. And I would, what would it, I think I'd take a nap from five to eight and then I'd take a nap from eight to 11 in the morning. And that was it. And it was kind of a fun thing, man. You'd split it up and I made it for about a week and then I just crashed. I slept for like 16 hours and then I woke up and I'm like, what year is it? You know, it's kind of crazy. Um, so that was hard. And if you have any kind of life or any kind of like job schedule, it's really, really hard to work it around that, especially if it's not a consistent schedule, like, like serving right now for me, sometimes I go in at 11, sometimes I go in at 4.30, sometimes I go in at 5.30. And so it just would be really hard to have a structure like that because I'm like, Hey, I can't work because that is very important sleep time. You know, they're like, what the hell, what are you talking about? <laughs> so anyway, that's a fun concept. And I wish I could figure that out. Maybe, maybe in Bali, that's what I'll do when I, when I get my stuff together and I move to Bali and I have more of an open freedom. Like I don't have a real job. I just, I'm chilling there and I can, I can break it up like that. That would be nice. That'd be the goal because I just feel like eight hours a day is way too much time that we just, it's a big waste. You sleep eight hours a day. That's a third of every day. You do that for your whole life. You're spending 33% of your life asleep. 
And everyone's like, oh, it's important. Yeah, but what the fuck? Like, what do I get out of it? I don't even remember my dreams. If I remember my dreams, maybe I'd be cool with sleeping eight hours a day, but I don't even do that. So it's just like, like I, I, I genuinely have this like urge to live so much before I die. And maybe it was like when I was diagnosed with diabetes, I'm like, oh, cool. Diabetics have a shorter lifespan. Like, and, and maybe that influenced it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was like, like being close to people when they die. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. I don't like, I got a lot of stuff to do before that happens to me. I just, I feel like it can happen at any moment. Like I could tip over on the motorcycle and get, get run over. I could just have a heart attack. A lot of people are having heart attacks nowadays. There's just so much. And it's like, damn, I got so much I want to do. I don't want to spend a third of that time that I'm here alive asleep. I don't want to, but then it's like, if I don't, I'm pretty miserable for the time that I am awake. And so it's like, is that really worth it? I don't know. I just know I'd get a lot more done if I could figure out how to sleep less. Is that's, that's what I got going on in my head. I don't know how true that is. Like people will argue and say, well, no, you, you get more done if you sleep more because it's more effective or it's more efficient. It's like, fuck, I don't know. Like, okay, doctor. Anyway, I woke up, got ready for work, took, took out the dog. Um, I think I worked on clips for future millionaire, put some clips out, scheduled them out on YouTube and then yeah, took out Joey and we, then I got ready and went, went right to work, worked a double, made pretty good money. Uh, came home and immediately, what did I start doing, man? Um, oh, I, I cooked my potatoes because I was out of potatoes. I needed to meal prep. I ran to Walmart. I got some chicken because after tomorrow I'm going to be out of chicken. So I'm going to try and get the chicken cooking before I go to work tomorrow. Um, it's like that, that kind of stuff is very important. Uh, this morning when I went to make my food before I went to work, I was out of potatoes and I thought, damn, I didn't, I thought I had one more, one more portion in the container and I was wrong. And it wasn't the end of the world. I just got beets out of the cabinet. I have like canned beets that I substitute and it was fine. But if I'm out, like it was one time, maybe a month ago that I didn't stay up on the meal prepping stuff and my meal prepping super simple. Like I cook with two, three, four pounds of chicken in the crock pot every, about every week. There's five breasts in there. I eat my one meal a day, one breast a day. Um, there's a couple days in there where I'll have food from work and I don't eat the breast, but it lasts me about a week. Get a bag of organic potatoes for $5, chop those up and a bag of broccoli and then steam that when I, I just steam it all together. Heat it up instead of in the microwave. I put it in the pan, I steam it, I eat it one time around 2 p.m., like a big portion, and that's all. And so all I need to do is make sure I have chicken, broccoli, and potatoes. Like, it's really simple. But there was a time that I didn't have chicken, broccoli, or potatoes, or I just had one. And it's like, well, shit, this isn't enough to keep me full. So then you got to buy food. And all of that I had, I spent, like, it is so much more expensive to buy food. And I'm not saying be super cheap. Like, I like food, and I'm, I think that spending money on food is totally fine. It's a very efficient thing. Like I spend a lot of time meal prepping. I think it's worth it for the cost that I get, but you know, at a certain point it wouldn't be worth it and it's fine to buy food. But like, because I wasn't staying up on the meal prepping, I was spending like now I'm spending an extra $20 a day or something like that. And it just gets so much more expensive if you miss one little piece of your daily routine. And, um, hello, come on. 
Get comfy. Get comfy. Come here. Oh, good girl. All right. Try and let, I'll just let her get comfy. Um, so anyway, did the meal prep, came home, got food, got chicken and a couple other groceries from Walmart. And then I edited one of the videos. So I scripted, I think, I think it was yesterday. I scripted three and no, I filmed three yesterday. And then today the idea was that I knew working all day, I'd only have time to maybe edit one and I didn't really want to, but I sat down and I edited it for the most part. I have to do a little bit of tweaking, like add some effects and add some um, screenshots and stuff over the top. But for the most part, I got that edit done and I was like, I need to film this cause I'm really tired. So I didn't completely finish it. Um, then moved on to filming this part. But anyway, it was like, it was really hard to stay disciplined and do that one thing. But like I, I've been saying for the last week, because I narrowed down my objective to my main objective is just getting all of those videos pumped out. Then that's all I'm working on. Like I'm not stressed about anything else. I've got 44 things on the to-do list. But when I come home, I'm like, okay, I've got about an hour and a half of deep work before I need to start doing my, like my nighttime stuff and wrapping it up. What should I do? Those are automatically level one priority. Those are automatically the most important things because those are directly in line with my objective. And so it's like, okay, I guess I'm editing one of these videos. Do I feel like editing it? No, I don't. That's the last thing I want to do. So tired of editing videos. That's all I've been doing for the last three years is, uh, film edit, film edit, film edit, film edit. I'm so sick of it. But anyway, got to get those videos pumped out and I'll take a break. I'll do something else once I have those videos done. Uh, hopefully at the end of January, move on to another objective. Um, so anyway, that, that's kind of that's kind of all I did. My takeaway from the day would be to make sure that you know what your priorities priorities are and how things rank like you're going to find time throughout the day now this is assuming you've already cut out all the bullshit okay i don't have a tv i don't watch tv i don't have net i haven't had netflix in forever i boxed up my playstation and my xbox everything boxed it up put it in the closet like don't touch it haven't touched it since i when i get burnt out i'll take it out and play it and i'm okay with that um, but it's like, I've cut out all that bullshit and all those distractions so that when I'm home, I just have certain things to focus on. And it's like, so I came home, I did the grocery shopping, did the meal prepping. And then it's like, now what? Okay. And I've got a list of things I can do since I know what my prior priority is. Fuck what my priority is for the month. It's very easy for me to say, okay, I need to edit this video, this video, this video. Those are like the three number one priorities, uh, replying to this email, setting this system up, doing this, those are like level two. I'm not going to worry about it right now. I can grab the number one priority. And I think a big issue that a lot of people have is like, we write down stuff on a to-do list. We write down goals, we write down ideas, but we don't actually prioritize it. The reality is we have 24 hours. We're sadly spending a third of the hour, spending eight of those hours asleep. Maybe we're spending eight of it at a real job. We got two hours of eating and getting dressed and like just monotonous things like that. And if you're perfect with your time, that gives you six more hours to do other things. And, um, 
it, what you fit into those six hours is going to be crucial. And if you have your to-do list, but you don't know what actually is important, I think a lot of times we pick what we want to do and not what we should do. And you think about it in the art of war, no, the war of art, the Stephen Pressfield book, war of art, but really, really good book for anybody who's trying to do this, like entrepreneurial shit, because he breaks it down into like, Hey, you've got yourself and you've got your yourself as a boss right and you've got to make sure that you're showing up to do your art your project whatever it is he art is his example you're showing up to do your art every single day no matter what you're clocking in you're clocking out and you're thinking about it is structured like a job when i was doing marketing i'd show up to work and i would sit down with the other people around me the people who were like my bosses and and just you know people like that and we'd sit down and we'd figure out what is the most important thing to be working on. And like we do that. And then it's like, okay, here's my list of things I'm going to do. They give me a list of things I'm going to do. And then I work on those things. But when we do it entrepreneurially, we just show up and we're like, mm, I kind of feel like doing this today. And it's like, that is bad, 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 bad. Like you've got to treat yourself like an incompetent employee and you've got to assign the things that you know need to get done because if you just leave it up to your monkey brain you're just gonna do whatever you feel like and like you're not gonna be successful i guarantee it. it because it's not hard you never like when you go to work and your boss tells you to do something you don't want to do that you don't get to choose what you want to do your boss knows what is the most important task for the day for the week for the month for the quarter and they tell you to do that and you work on that because you're an employee and you're getting paid to do it but then when we try and do things on our own we don't think that way and it's so silly like did i want to edit videos no that's the last thing like i said i did i don't want to edit videos but when i step aside of like video editor douglas and i just look at myself as like brand manager and i'm like hey that's the most important thing the, the videos have to get edited and so gotta do it you know anyway i think you can get a lot of value from that if you think about it in two steps right like I try to spend my Mondays as the CEO of my projects. And when I'm doing that, I'm, I'm thinking outside the box. I'm like, hey, what is important to be working on? How can I do it better? How can I do it faster? What's a better system for this? What's a, you know, I'm thinking about all of that kind of woo woo imagination shit. But then every other day, I'm, I am the employee and I'm just doing the tasks that the boss, me, on Monday decided I needed to do. And I don't get to mix the two. I don't get to be CEO on Tuesday, Thursday. And you know, I just, Monday, I decide what's important to work on. I, and I tell myself, here's my list. And when I clock in Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's my list. That's what's important because I decided that on Monday. And if I, if I give myself too much flexibility and let myself decide what's important, bad things. Not, not bad things, just good things don't happen. Things don't work out. So if you're in a spot, you feel kind of stuck. You feel like, oh, well, I'm doing all this stuff and it's like not working. Are you doing stuff that actually matters? Like, would you be proud of yourself? Would, would the boss version of you assign those tasks? Or are you just like dicking around because you're just doing what you feel like doing? Like, really think about that. You know, work, work isn't fun for the most part. Like, I think you can enjoy your job and I think you can enjoy your work. But in, in, unless you're like... If you're at a normal level in work, you've got people telling you what to do. And those people are telling you what to do because they understand how to move the business forward. And so you've got to think about yourself moving the business forward and what you need to do to move it forward. You might not like it and maybe it's not for you. Like maybe you, 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 maybe you shouldn't be doing it and you'll figure that out. But if you're 
not assigning the most important things and the things that need to get done to move forward. And if you can fucking delegate it, if you don't feel like doing it, delegate it, have somebody else do it, but make sure those things are getting done. And if you're not delegating it, you got to do it. Somebody's got to do it because those are the important things. That's something I've had to fight myself on. I'm still fighting myself on it. Still going. I write my to-do list and I'm like, oh man, this seems fun and easy just to work on this. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. I would fire myself if I did that. So anyway, that was a big tangent, big rant about all that. But I think it, I think it could be very valuable for somebody who, when I was starting out, that's what I did. And that's how I know when I was starting out, I would just do whatever I felt like, whatever sounded fun in the moment. And I didn't have the discipline and I didn't have the structure to kind of sit outside of myself and assign tasks to myself that I knew were important. Um, after reading the war of art and, uh, what is it? He has one more. It's the, the professional something turning pro turning pro by Stephen Pressfield and the war of art, amazing books. And once I read those, I was like, wow. That, that changed the whole way that I thought about it. And it's made me definitely better um, by structuring myself that way. And I ho- hopefully you get a little bit of value out of that. But anyway, this was day 105. We'll see you guys tomorrow for day 106. Appreciate all the comments, all the support. Uh, you guys have good ideas and I like learning from you. So we'll keep going. We'll keep grinding. We'll see you tomorrow.